they're not they're not behind any kind of paywall. The paywall exists in the way you earn the currency to improve your cars. And um, they've added things like your driver is now customizable. There's I should have made some more bullet points here. I feel woefully on I I did this all last minute today, guys. I'm so sorry. It's okay. You did a great job. Oh, oh no. There's too much to unpack here, guys. This is too much. I think it's a gist. Let's go for a gist. The gist is Welcome to the Emerging Gamer Podcast. This is one of your hosts, Lock and Key, back for episode 141. How you fellas doing? I'm doing well, back in beautiful high fidelity. Yeah, we got, we got the, bust out the big guns, the we nice did. mics. We brought, we brought the big, big ones out. We had a good time, though, for a while with those lavaliers, but the, yeah. sound, the sound, it just wasn't. We were a little lax. Wasn't, it wasn't working for me. Who are you? Oh, this is Felix Hergood. What's up, Felix? And who do I have to my left? Got Neo Yoshi. Neo, how you doing, bud? Doing pretty great. Nice man. Uh, so we are back for one forty-one. Uh, I haven't been on the show. Was it two weeks? Last week? How long has it been? Were you there for one twenty-nine? That's on the board. <laughs> yeah. Felix buys a switch? Question mark. Haven't, haven't uh, bought a switch. Haven't yet. done that yet. Um, I don't think I was on episode one twenty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, still on the board. Well, uh, guess who did buy a switch? I bought a switch. You did, and we had a chance to play it tonight. We it did. Fun. It was uh, So we have some news points that we're going to hit uh, this evening that we want to kind of break down and talk to you guys about first, kind of highlighting what we're going to be discussing before we go into what we've been up to in these past few weeks. Uh, we're going to be talking about Andrew House leaving uh, PlayStation, uh, Sony Entertainment. We're going to be talking about Forza 7 and the microtransactions that have happened because of that. Mm. We're going to be talking about a new cheese in Destiny, our favorite thing that exists. Cheeses and destiny. Cheating through anything. I love cheating doing through it. anything. Cheating, cheating through holes, it. cheating boxes, cheeses. Cheating. Uh, we're going to be talking about Shadow of War and what the reviews have been like for that. Um, and I think those are all of our our main topics that we're going to be hitting uh, tonight. Is that correct? That yeah. is indeed correct. Yeah, awesome. Shadow of War it reviews are live now. So cool. So we'll hit those wait, up. Wait, wait, what about the Sonic and the Hedgehog? Uh, ah, yeah, we dropped that. We're gonna, we're gonna cram that in, maybe no, at the end. No, <laughs> no, who cares? No, there's probably like three people that still like Sonic. Three people that want to see it. Oh yeah, that's another thing I did this weekend. Never mind, I remembered. You Go. played Sonic the Hedgehog. I played Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow. All right, so uh, Neo, how about you kick us off and tell us a little bit about what you've been up to uh, this past week? So I've done a few things. Of course, playing Destiny. Not a surprise there. We're all still playing Destiny. Yeah, we are. Um. I played Sonic Mania finally. That like really wanted to play that, but Destiny took over, obviously. So Sonic Mania is really crazy. Good. You crazy jump- good. Crazy good, yes, I want to say. And it instantly takes me back to my childhood playing Sega Genesis is mm. what it does. The game is great. The music is is quality like like classic Sonic should be. Okay. And the levels, it's I don't know how they did this, but they're like the same levels. But they feel different. They, they feel, it's like it's like they took like the original level and then like added different layers and different pathing and like all kinds of cool stuff. Like do they that. feel like they're more like two point five D? 
No, no. Same graphics as Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Oh. Um, a little bit higher frame rate, so th- I right. noticed that right away. And there's more points of animation in Sonic. Um, mm. If this, I'm going to try and describe it to you, but before Sonic would go up a hill and you would just see him go, dirt, dirt, dirt. like it would kind of, right. I know this is really hard to describe audio wise, but he'll like. He would stutter. He would only hit, like, if he's going up a ramp, he would only hit three parts of the ramp. Right. And, right. The, and the, his animation would change so right. slightly. In this time, it actually smoothly transitions. So he's hitting every him. part of the ramp. Yeah. And That's it's interesting. Really weird. Does he maybe look like a hedgehog? He looks like Sonic 3. Like a hedgehog that's moving. A no. fluid moving hedgehog. Hedgehogs don't look like Sonic. <laughs> I just hate to tell I, you that. I just realized that myself. Yeah, yeah they don't. They no. definitely don't look like Sonic. <laughs> no. um, otherwise, pretty great game. Pretty, cool. Pretty cool. Um, I didn't finish it, but I'm trying to get back into it. I got a lot, a lot of games on my plate. Yeah, and you're also playing a rather difficult game as well, Cuphead. Yeah, oh my God, dude. Cuphead. Is is like the Dark Souls of two D side scrollers. It's I, I, nuts. I'm very interested in picking it up. It's only twenty dollars, so is. you really can't go wrong I with that purchase. Definitely say it's worth the price. Yeah, twenty if, bones. Huh? Nineteen ninety nine for the purchase. Yeah, if you are, the one thing that stands out about Cuphead is obviously obviously its animation style. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking of what a kid, a kid came into my stream and uh, he goes, "Hey, hey, hey, I got that cupcake game." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, what the Cupcake? hell are you talking about? It took, it took me like a minute to figure out that the kid was talking about Cuphead. Cuphead. Yeah, you need yeah. Cuphead? You, yeah. cup, you call it Cupcake. I thought it was Got fun. that Cupcake game. Got that yeah. Cupcake game. <laughs> so so what I, I've heard from the reviews that I've read, I've read a few different reviews uh, of Cuphead, all saying the same thing. Beautiful, Looks beautiful. I can't describe to you how, this, how cool this animation is. And extremely difficult. Are the Extremely two main difficult. things that you hear when you're when you're reading a review? Yeah, from. it's um, it took longer to come out because they wanted to include like platforming levels, and they wanted to there and they they in fact they added like an overworld that you can mm. that that divide up the levels. Got it. Um, and then of course the boss battles, which are like the huge appeal of the game. Um, these bosses are intricately designed, and mm. they are they go through different phases and they evolve. And meanwhile, you're trying to avoid getting hit because you have like five or so times you can get hit. Right. And then that's that's the match. Uh, that's the game. And then every time you fail, it actually shows you how close you were to the end of the match. Shows you like Ouch. little like little fences in like your character. Like that's interesting. Hop in the fences and each fence is like a phase. So Got it. you Got know it. how far you've progressed in the boss. Oh no, um, that's just like uh that's a callback to Ghosts and Goblins, Ghouls and Ghosts. They showed you the progression as you they died. showed you your progression every time you would start a level. This yep. this game like it looks so weird when you see it solidly, but all the animation, it looks like straight out of a 1940s cartoon Right, studio. which was a huge appeal for it, you know? Yeah, and, and it's it's so like, I, you can't take your eyes off of it. Yeah. I was I had a, a friend over this weekend. We were like taking turns playing it. Nice. And uh, er- Did you have to? I thought no. it was co-op no, it's, Oh, it's co-op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is definitely co-op. I didn't want to play at the same time he did, though. Uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. Like that. I didn't have another controller. I have it on PC. I don't have an Xbox. Right. Because so. it's it's an Xbox exclusive, and I only have one Xbox controller for my PC. Oh, this is not a PlayStation it. game. Got it. This yeah. this is this was a big week for Xbox because of this because this has been a wildly anticipated title and, for a long uh, time. And the other one we're going to talk about, Forza, was Forza is another the, big that's one. That's the second yeah. one. So this was this was a yeah. big week for exclusivity on Xbox, and uh, I'm really glad that the reviews for this game are, are fantastic. It, it's a no brainer for 19.99. I mean, we pay triple the price for games that let us down over and over again. So even if this game is not 
your favorite, <laughs> it's still only twenty dollars to purchase now, instead of sixty. What, what we're looking at right there, Contra. I mean, totally. It's, yeah. it's, the, it is a two. The way the character you know I think? is jumping I think Mega and Man. shooting. I, I would say Mega Man as yeah. well. Yeah, um, Mega Man with aiming. You can aim at oh, what do you call? It? You have like a one eighty degree of, mo- of of aiming motion. Yes, because Mega Man didn't have that. What, right. When that goes to that overview of the entire world, what game does that remind you of? Mario, Super Mario World, Super or three. Mario World, yeah, Super Mario, Mario All Star, yeah. With um, yeah, so I mean, like, this is good for this is a good game for someone that has a console but isn't into AAA titles, but loved gaming as a child, loved the SNES, NES platforming. Yeah, uh, this is a a good homage to that. So I think anyone that's listening to this that really isn't into the Oh. New types of titles that we play. This would be a great. Wait, game you'll to notice. Play. You'll notice some things here. Um, did you see any of those? See any pink objects on the screen? Wait, I want to get to a point. So the bosses will throw pink objects at you. Okay. Anything that's pink will be um, something you can actually. I'm. I'm in it. I'm in it. Um, anything that's pink will actually be something you can leap off of and counter off of, mm. and that actually improves your score a little bit. Interesting. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there about no, that. No, it's okay. But. Um, one thing that I did say, I, th- I want to say last year when we were talking about games that came out of 2017, I think I said to you guys something along the lines of uh, games that really, you know, touched me that year were not the AAA games, were not the indie titles, not the big games that are coming out, but these actual small projects that that cu- keep coming out and that aren't, aren't the $60 price point you normally yeah. see. Like uh, Abzu. You said Abzu. Abzu was a great example. Really, um, really I like use that. Ori and the Blind Forest as a great example because that, oh, yeah. that, that was one of my favorite games of the year when that came out and yeah. I'm very excited for the sequel of that. Um, but very yeah. cool. Um, and those those experiences I feel like mean a lot more sure. now, I want to say. Oh yeah, I mean like there's there's a reason why you play Destiny and then there's a reason why you play this type of game. Right. So it it's it's being marketed to a different type of gamer, a gamer that's more worried about the experience that they feel when they play it versus the multiplayer aspect or the, you know, loot. What you grinding, grinding for loot, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever, whatever it the may grind, be. The grinding. Um, so you'll have to keep us updated on what it's what it's like as you continue to play it. But Felix, what have you been up to? So I played Destiny. I did have a question for you both. Sure. So Trip Zero would argue that there is not a plateau for your level after a certain point in the single player experience that you can still earn without other people. Do you agree with that statement? I don't. I don't know because I don't play it that way. You always uh, play with somebody. You never find yourself like like I did after you left today, like alone. <laughs> um, me, me and Locke played today Sure, cool We, we played some Yeah, I, I'm not jealous, it's fine, whatever Well, there are things that you can do solo So your milestones are the way And the milestones are essentially quests in Destiny 2 For anyone that hasn't played Destiny 2 And those milestones are something that reset each week And those They weekly, give you a new one daily too, right? No, it's weekly It's only Because I feel like I see new daily one Like one daily one pop up I, mean, I think it's just weekly. Cool. Go on. Uh, those give you high level gear yeah, each the, week. What we call the luminous Ingram, which is a special package that drops higher stuff higher than your current max level. Yes. So those reset each week, and there's two of them that you can do without other people. Crucible takes about five Crucible games. I did it this week. And the flash points, which are public events on a planet. 
So I did that today after you left, and the weirdest thing happened. Both of the pieces of gear I got dropped lower than what I currently have. When you went back to the tower and talked to yeah. Cade? Yeah. So then what you need to... That's not possible. So what you... How is that not I possible? I mean, it, it, it's it a little confusing to me too, yeah. Yeah, that, I, I don't understand. I could, I could spend an hour on a planet doing public events and running around and collecting the coins for the planet and collecting what you need legendary to do, gear. You know this what is mean? what you need to do. Yeah. Because you're in a weird place. Yeah. You're... What what light did you hit? What power level did you I hit? I made it to two seventy two, but but when you look in my stores, like where where you cash in these Ingram things or get yeah. them or whatever, every single merchant or faction leader or whatever you call them, they all when you hover over what Ingram level they're gonna give you, all say two sixty five. Got it. And if I see the number two sixty five one more time, I'm gonna throw my controller. Yeah, I hear you. So I think this is what you this is what you need to do is you need to um, do two things. You can either run strikes till you hit two eighty. So you think that'll be higher? The Ingrams. I well, get you get a that. lot of loot from running strikes because you get random drops from enemies, and then at the end, the chest normally drops you two to three things plus the coins. It, it'll it, try and inch you up, too. It, it will, because once you hit 280, I believe 280 does the, is the mark for the mods. Yes. And then is. once you add plus five mods to everything, you're going to be like 290. Okay. And then once you're 290, then you're going to be good to do nightfalls and raids no, with you, me. You said what I needed today, because I was sitting there talking to my stream going, what are, where do I go next, guys? Where do I go? Mm-hmm. And you said it. I gotta go do the strikes, just yeah, like we I would did. Just, in, just like we did in original death. It's either that or public events until you can inch your way up to. But I was told by Trip Zero today in my stream that playing public events can remotely every now and then only drop a gold Ingram that gives me a, a boost. That is not true. An exotic, so it gives Ingram? you an exotic Ingram every once in a while. But I get randomly three hundred gear, blue gear, level three hundred from public events. Is that? Does but you're already at a high that's level. Right, but Does what that... I'm saying, it's going to match your level. Hmm. Right. You're going to get gear. Sometimes you'll get a piece of gear that's lower, but sometimes you're going to get a piece of gear that's plus five oh, so or plus you, four. So if you just but like you, you just you're in a place, you're in a plateau where you need to grind for about eight power levels, and then you will be where you I'm, need to I'm be. I'm fine uh, doing strikes because I enjoy them. Yeah, and they're long. I'll, also, they're... consider. Instead of just dismantling gear, try feeding gear into items. Yeah, you need to infuse. Because those will bump your level no, up. No, it, I, inch, it'll that, inch it up. That grind, I'm fully aware of infusion and taking a higher level you know, uh, rating and then putting it into a, a gear mm-hmm. that I want with lower the, level. I know all about that. The mm-hmm. other thing is I don't know how often you're getting rewards for your clan, but that's also something. We, we are. Because so, like today, I haven't even played, and when I logged on to play with you, I had three... Luminous Ingram's waiting for me because my clan so good. had done yeah, stuff. Your clan. So, uh, oh, shit, I've logged on a few days. The, what, what's the name? What's the name of your clan again? Uh, oh, shit. Super Mega Destiny Team. It's not Emergent Gamer. It's He left too, huh? What is it again? Super Mega Destiny Team. Yeah. Shout out to Jesum Crow and uh, Manimal. <laughs> super humble name. Humble, super Mega Destiny Humble team. name. It, it's... People are terrified when they when they face us. <laughs> That's the Super Mega Destiny Team. You guys, you guys sound like a circus act. We are <laughs> like, like trapeze artists. Well, the other thing that you can do is guided games is now available. So if you wanted to hop in and do guided games for Nightfall, you have that option now. Oh, it is so, live. That's so a great I, idea. I get like a chip, and then I can get guided by somebody. Yeah. Else. So what guided games is is it's it's Bungie's way of offering matchmaking, right? So it's going to be like learning matchmaking, right? So yeah. there's an oath that you have to take to be a Sherpa. Doesn't mean that people have to be nice, but that's 
you know, you can report them and whatnot, but you can get, you know, Sherpa through some of the end game content by someone that's just looking to help other people. Okay, like so I don't have the patience for that. You will never find me doing that because I will want yeah, to bang my head against the wall. What, but uh, no, what I was going to say, where in there can I turn? If my you go in? over to the nightfall, yeah, and it's going to be lit up in the bottom right hand corner of the nightfall is the guided games for the nightfall. It puts you into a, a ah. matchmaking section, and the raid is going to have guided games and all of that. Now these you, are, these are you, points of information I needed. Today. You can hop in with me, and I will run you through those things because I know you. Yeah, I'd rather can, do but that. But like, mm-hmm. I won't go in and try and sherpa two random people through the nightfall. No, nope. right? got it. Yeah. Um, but is there anything else you wanted to hit on Destiny? Just, one, Just playing Destiny. No, Destiny, I'm done. Uh, you, 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 you guided me back to my center. Thank you, sir. You're very yeah, I know you're about to go on you, but there are two more things I want to mention. What's that? One, I got about destiny. You mean? No, about oh. myself. Oh, I'm going I'm to talk about myself for a second. Okay, let him finish talking about himself. It was just one thing. Do it. I started Bloodborne. <gasps> That's on, crazy. On stream. Oh my! Do you it's hate be, it? No, crazy. I've already been. Hate cl- it I've already been clipped three times. Somebody clip made a <laughs> clip of me raging like a <laughs> lunatic. Yeah, it's yeah. Hard. it's going to be hard, but eh, I would argue that. With the expectation that I'm going to die a lot, I think my tolerance level for dying is indeed is part of that game. Yeah, that is just, the loop you just of have the to game. Be comfortable with dying, kind of yeah. a part of the mechanic. You just kind of you die, you learn the path, you walk, you try mm-hmm. it again, you collect die, your body, you, get your souls. Your what do they call it? Blood, blood spoots things. Blood, yeah, they, they call smuts. it soul in Dark Souls. They call it souls. It's yeah. blood smuts. Blood smuts. We're going to go with blood smuts. Great. It's been a year. It's been like two years since I played it. But uh, yeah. I uh, I can't wait to play it. It's fun, man. Um, the minute I turned it on, lots of people came in to want to watch. Cool. And I got a bunch of new follows some, off of it. Some so. demand for some Bloodborne action, huh? Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to try that. So That I, game excels really well at its level design. Okay. It's really cool because the way it works is, is you're going to make your way through, and then you're going to finish the section, and then you're going to be like, wow, this path right here takes me back to the beginning. And you'll, you'll notice the maps open up in certain ways that feel really weird and dynamic i'm also in uh, a huge fan of gothic horror and I'm, oh yeah the I'm, atmosphere you, is you know amazing. like uh, reading edgar Allan poe when i was a kid and this this really this game like for lack of a better word reeks of of gothic horror mm-hmm. inspiration so i'm excited about it hell I'm yeah excited about it, you should so. be it's a great game yeah i just want to mention that go ahead Neo. oh yeah another thing is um i of course also played PUBG this week and i know because you're going to get into something mm-hmm. very soon about that and I got another chicken dinner. Oh. And if you check out my Twitter, Neo underscore Yoshi, it is one of the pride of my, I clipped it out, and uh, it is a pride of, because of, I took the winning shot. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And the second thing I wanted to say was, I bought a Switch this week. Yeah, we, we just played it. I know, but we didn't talk about it. Oh. For just a minute. I'm just talking about it for Go just ahead. a minute. It's really cool. This thing is so much fun. I bring it with me to work, and then on my breaks, so I'm just like, hey, I'm going to play some Mario Kart or Octopath Traveler. Did you what? get the Breath of the Wild? No. Isn't that weird? I played it on Wii U. Yeah, it's like sacrilege, dude. Get out there and get it tomorrow. I know. I feel like I should, but <laughs> I really got this for uh, in two weeks. Mario Odyssey comes out. Oh, okay. You so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out for. I already played. I already played Breath of the Wild in March when it came out on Wii U and Switch. Yeah, I played it. On, my brother gave me his Wii U, and I played it on that. That's fine. I'll probably get it again eventually when there's like a lull or ga- of games right I mean, now. If you already played it, then who cares? True, you very true. Um, also, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Octopath Traveler. This is a really cool game. 
Um, now I'm sorry, Locke, that I didn't that I totally cut off your section. It's fine. You've been ranting for like 15 minutes. It's fine. It's a Neo episode this week. Yes, it's mine. It's all me. It's fine. Um, this is a a demo that Nintendo released uh, a few weeks ago. It is a beautiful RPG by Square Enix. Really Did weird. You say name. it's called Octodad. Octo? Nope. <laughs> it's Octopath. No, he didn't say that. He didn't. What is? It? It's called Octopath Traveler. Got Pro- it. Project Octopath Traveler. <laughs> Um, I was like, what, what's an Octodad? There is a game called Octodad, actually. Yeah, that's what, that, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, it's for that's PS4. Weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, and you literally play an octopus and you yeah, like flop around so and strange. shit. strange. Octopath Traveler is an RPG in the same vein as the classic Final Fantasy titles. It's a JRPG to its fullest. But the art style is out of this world. What does JRPG mean? Japanese role-playing game. Thank you. Um, turn-based combat. Good uh, character dialogue. Um, now, the strange thing about this game, this demo, I should say, is there are going to be eight playable characters. You play as two in the demo. And this game is fully voiced. What is demo short for? God damn it. <laughs> demonstration. <laughs> it is a demonstration. No one calls them that. No one calls them I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, it is a beautiful game. It combines 2D sprites with... with um, it's a sprite. Jesus what's 2D? I mean, you're the one that went on this path. This octopath? <laughs> yeah, dude. Sprites are what we call the classic 16-bit games. It's really, it's really hard, isn't stopping it? Stopping me in my tracks here. God damn. It's fine. Keep going. We're just kidding. I know. I know. Um, it combines the classic graphics of the old Final Fantasy RPGs role-playing games mm-hmm. with depth of field and lighting. So it creates this beautiful combination of old and new graphics. And it's really breathtaking to watch these old games almost get new life breathed into them. And that's all I wanted to say. I just want to say I've been playing this game and it's really good because I have not played a JRPG in a long time and it kind of feels good. Octo player. Octopath traveler. Uh, Octopath traveler. Technically it's project Octopath traveler parentheses working title they're working it out but uh they actually want feedback on this demo for some reason they already got voices and everything it's kind of crazy give it to them i will i'm giving it right now y'all lock what's up man you're next i mean do you want me to go i think you should i do want you to go okay um so i mean besides playing destiny i'm not really going to talk about that you can go back a few episodes if you want to hear what that's been like uh i have played which i know you guys talked about uh last week but i've played fortnite Battle Royale. Awesome. For Xbox. That's Um, the competitor to your uh, player player unknown battleground. Battleground. Yeah. So, you know, I I didn't watch much Fortnite, like the actual game, but Battle Royale came out and it's free for consoles. So you could just go in and download it. Uh, So why wouldn't you, you know, just go download it and try it out. And I mean, it is a direct ripoff in every way possible of player unknown. I mean, it, there's no difference besides this is like, cartoon. We really love this game. Yeah. It's not a ripoff. It's just what we love. Yeah, and last week we talked about their press release, right? Yeah. And yeah. the but there is a mechanic added into this that is completely different than player unknown, which is the building mechanic. You can build walls made out of wood or brick. You can uh, set traps, ceiling traps, floor traps, like if you wanted to set a trap on a ceiling right in front of a door. So if someone walked through the door, the trap would fall on them and hurt them or wow. kill them, which is pretty cool. Uh, but it works very similarly. Uh, you land, you jump out of a bus 
instead of jump, jumping out of an airplane, <laughs> jump out of a bus that's that's flying and you a flying bus. Yep, flying. Cool, well, cool, it's, a, cool. it's a um like a, a balloon on top of a bus that's like rocketing you across a map. Sweet. You jump out, you land, you loot, um, and then from there the circle starts getting smaller and smaller and smaller until it's you know uh, essentially One non-existent. Person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I played duos. They released when they first came out with this. There was not duos or supply drops, but they released those. So I played duos with the buddy duos last is night. two man teams. Uh, two man teams. There was either singles or fours when it came out. Uh, teams oh. of four or just by yourself. And then they released duos. I guess probably because feedback, because um, this is technically still a beta, is what they're calling it when you log in. And I played a few games last night trying to learn it. Right, because the buttons are you have to get used to the button controls after playing Destiny, like it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say one negative thing, which is going to be very interesting to see how Player Unknown does this for console, is looting is extremely clunky. Trying to pick up mm. weapons and pick up things is very, very that's clunky. like the difference between life and death. Yeah, I mean, in yeah. this game, I've never died trying to loot or anything like okay. that, luckily, but it, I have died trying to but, loot in PUBG, but it is very. There's a lot of anxiety when you're looting because you can't, one, that I figured out free roam to see what's going on behind you or anything like that, right? And then you have to, the way that it works is you can carry, you can hold five things. Five things are your backpack. But those five things either include a uh, medic kit, which which revives the most health, a potion, which gives you overshield, bandages, which, which are smaller health, and then guns. But they all take up slots. So you can realistically have two things to heal you and three guns, one thing to heal you and four guns or five guns and that's it. But oh wow. If you're trying to go pick up another gun and you already have five, whatever your active gun is drops and you pick Swaps up the it. next one. So you have to be very mindful of what you're looting and it is very clunky. I'm not going to pretend like it's done well. How many times did you pick up a gun by mistake and uh, you were, it's endless. You were pissed. <laughs> it's endless. Oh, but there is a really gun. good trick is the there you you start off with a pickaxe, a giant pickaxe which is what you use to br- you can break down anything in this game. Whole houses, trees, cars for materials, which is pretty cool. Uh, so if you land on a roof, you can break the roof through and get materials and then get into... So it's, pre- it's pretty cool. But if you equip that axe, since it can't be dropped, that's actually a quick way to pick up everything, like bullets, medic items and things, because you can't replace that for something. So that'll help you pick up like ammo pretty quickly. Because if I kill someone, it just drops everything in this like tight-knit circle. So you can't really distinguish ammo from guns from materials. So if you have that pickaxe out, you're able to pick up all of the the non-weapon things that have dropped. But the the shooting actually feels pretty spectacular. I do not like the scoped. So there's a few different guns. There's a regular assault rifle. Then there's an assault rifle with a scope. Like you don't get mods like in PUBG. They're already built onto the guns of different rare uh, different um, rare levels. So there's gotcha. white, blue purple gold your traditional shitty to great right, right. colors yeah the ones you're and with. uh so the, like the purple version of the assault rifle has a scope and the purple version of the sniper sniper oh, rifle is okay. bolt action so there's like different versions of the gun i actually prefer the just iron sight because the scoping just doesn't feel right to me mm-hmm. uh so but i to each his own. Now, the really. whole game is third person, right? Third person, very cartoony. Does it go... Like, you know how in PUBG you're third person, but you can go into first person for I the guns? I don't believe there's a way to go into okay, first person Just check this. Yeah. No. 
uh, but it, yeah, everything else uh, works very similarly to Player Unknown. So if you've watched that, this is just Fortnite IP in PUBG. But it's really fun. It's filling the void that I've wanted of a battle royale game on a console. Um, it's gotten them a ton of players. They've hit the million player mark since it's been free. It's consoles right? want that. They want to play PUBG, it for man. A while. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we're we're getting towards the end of 2017, so PUBG should be coming real soon. They really only have two months left until the, this week. We're out of it. Uh, I did not put this in news, but this week, Bluehole, the company making PUBG, spent, spun off the PUBG team into PUBG Corp. Which is its own, which is its own dedicated company yeah. for making PUBG and supporting PUBG. That's that's the only news. And they also right. talked about um, it's going to be coming to PlayStation eventually. So yeah, they said they were in talks. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know how exclusive this will be to Xbox, but it should hopefully be coming soon. But you spoke very very highly of the. You've watched a lot of PUBG. Yeah, I watch a lot too. Yeah, and it's you, really addicting. And you. You spoke very highly of how you think the shooting mechanics are impressive. Does, yeah. Do the shooting mechanics in Fortnite feel like that? Or? No. So I, PUBG, the shooting mechanics are very similar to, and you can probably speak higher to this because you've played it, or, or, are more similar to like Battlefield with bullet drop and things like that. Oh. Uh, Fortnite is very much you point and you shoot. Um, I so haven't discovered... More like Battlefront? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really a. It's a good. It's a really a good weird analogy. Yeah. yeah. So I, you're, um, you know, you don't really have to compensate for it. I have not tried to do a very long distance shot in Fortnite yet, uh, but I can tell you that when I was playing medium distance with an assault rifle, I just put the dot on them and shot and killed somebody. So there yeah. was no need to deal with like, is the bullet going to drop this far? Leading the target. And, yeah. yeah. But it's it's really fun. I I mean, for a free game, like a free version of that IP, there's no reason to not give it a shot. Um, yeah, it's pretty fun. That'd be a fun thing to do. Yeah, yeah but other than that, um, yeah, just been playing Destiny. I'm going to be playing Gone Home soon. Cool. Uh, Gone Home is free on Xbox uh, this month. What's Gone Home? Gone Home is a um, it's a single player game, uh, kind of like what was the PlayStation game that came out recently? Everyone's gone to the rapture. Everyone's gone to the rapture where you're just kind of exploring. It's like a walking simulator. Yeah, but you're, it's telling you a story as you oh. play. Yeah, you're like touching things in the environment and they tell you. Th- it's, it's, yeah, it essentially unfolds a story as you're exploring. Like that forest fire one? Firewatch. Firewatch, that I think. One. I mean, would it be similar? similar. I've never um, played either of them, so I don't this know. This is more, I want to say more isolating because okay. it's just you and this. I played it. I played it. Yeah. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to talk probably, about it. But I'm going to probably stream it because I think it would be a good game to play with that some with That is a really good sure. game for that. Yeah, so yeah. I'll probably do that eventually. Same guys who made Tacoma. Oh, really? Same company, yeah. Got same it. developer. Uh, it's It's been on my list of things to play for a really long time, and it hit free on Xbox this month, so I, I of course, downloaded it, so I'm going to be giving it a shot. You know it's free on PlayStation this month? What is that? Metal Gear Solid Five, baby. Ooh. Ooh I bought it. Nice. I know you already have it. <laughs> I already got it. Paid money for it. <laughs> um, so speaking of PlayStation, <laughs> let's hit our first news point. Cool. We have... Ooh, hold on. My buddy just texted me something. Uh, that was a beautiful... This Justin! That I'm about to ruin. Uh, Iron Banner... Is? And prestige mode for the Destiny raid is coming out next week. Is that PvP related? Uh, Iron Banner is PvP related. It's unbelievable. It's the only yeah. PvP I really ever want to play. I'm a god in it. <laughs> uh, Iron yeah, Banner really. is, is, a, is a rotating way to get new gear. It used to be the only way besides trials where your uh, power level mattered. 
but it's it's disabled still. So it's going just like Trials is, where oh uh, power level is power level matter. does not matter anymore. But the gear is pretty pretty uh, yeah. pretty awesome. So it's so like a, it's a like a, a samurai for the warlock. Um, for the Titan, he's got a nice little horn helmet. Oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah. Did, did you hear me though? What? Oh, that looks great. That's so. Cr- I want that. Yeah, I'm so, not going to be a god then. Um, and then prestige mode's coming out for the raid, which is going to be incredible. Um, oh Jesus! The the blurb that Bungie has said is, we do not expect everyone to be successful in completing this activity. Oh God! Mechanical changes to the encounters are minimal, but they are there. The prestige raid is about mastering a more punishing sandbox. Our goal is not to provide a boon to your character progression, but there are unique rewards to help you shine. Consider this your invitation to prove to the world that you are among the very best of the raiders who overlooked the city. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. What a tease. Yeah, so that is going to be coming out. It looks like... I will uh, not be doing this, probably. Iron <laughs> Banner starts October 10th. Okay. And it, I'm going to assume that's also the hard version of the raid as well. And, Sorry. And the cool thing about how they changed Iron Banner... In the end part of Destiny 1 was when you went through Iron Banner, you could get drops for raid level type gear. So that's going to continue. So playing Iron Banner for the person who doesn't necessarily want to play the raid, who's more of a PvP player and not a PvE player is actually a huge perk. This is actually going to be a great way for you to get gear because I'm, yeah. I'm going to assume you in still get... In lieu of our conversation earlier right, in the episode. Because I'm going to assume you're still going to get drops at the end of games, which are going to be at light or above. Yeah. And then you're probably also going to have quest lines. So it's going to be a good way for a single player that doesn't always play with other people to to level up. But uh, moving on past Destiny, we have a piece of news that we wanted to hit which is Andrew House, the president of Sony Entertainment or Sony Interactive Entertainment, excuse me, has stepped down. Uh, in a statement, Sony said um, that current deputy president uh, John Codera is taking over for House as president and chief executive offer, officer of Sony um, Interactive Entertainment, effective immediately. Neo, do we like this guy? Yeah, he's actually like he's good. He's been around since since. 1990. So we probably can thank him for all the oh, cinem- cinematic games that we've loved over the years. We can thank him for the rise of the gaming console for Sony. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he actually made a statement. House made a statement that I'm going to read out here. I'm tremendously proud of what we've built with PlayStation and Sony Interactive Entertainment. Entertaining millions globally with the best in games and creating a fully fledged digital entertainment company. PlayStation has been a huge part of my life for more than 20 years, but with the business having achieved record-breaking successes, now seem to be the right time for me to pursue new challenges. I shall always treasure the friendships and people that have made SIE such a wonderful place to work. I'm also grateful to the PlayStation fans and gamers around the world for their loyalty and support. John and the team at SIE are world-class, and I know the future of PlayStation is very bright. Yeah, Andrew House is very important to PlayStation's history. Um, He worked on the original... He helped bring the original PlayStation to market, and he pretty much dug dug uh, the PS4 or the PS3 didn't do as well as we remember he dug the PS4 out of that he was one of the people who helped yeah it's pretty incredible i mean he joined as a market and communicate on the market and communication team in 1990 and by 2011 he became president of playstation 
That is quite the um, that is quite like vicious jump. man. But that's he so climbed, fifteen fifteen he that years, ladder. right? I mean, that's a long time to be with a company. But in fifteen years, he went from someone on a team to the person at the top of the ladder, which is pretty. I, incredible. I know this is a, a tangent, but this is pretty funny. You ever see Hudsucker Proxy? Don't know what that is. I have no idea what you're talking about. Hudsucker Proxy is a Coen Brothers movie about a guy oh. who gets put in the position of being president of a major corporation to tank the stock. Mm. And at one point, so he moves from the mailroom to the boardroom as the executive of the company in a matter of like a week. Right. And the guy that he worked with in the mailroom calls him on the phone when he's sitting at the president's desk and he says, Barnes, where are you? And he's like, I'm president of the company now. (laughs) And then the guy says, I don't care if you're president of the company. I need that thing. (laughs) You know, or whatever. It's so funny. Sorry, that's a tangent. No, it's all good. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty incredible what he was able to do at PlayStation. Do you guys feel like this was on his own volition, or do you believe that this was a shakeup in the structure of PlayStation? 27 years, man. I think he's like, I want to do something else. Yeah, I, that's the way there's I no, feel there's about no, it. There's yeah. no surprise to me that someone who works that long and who's climbed like he's climbed, and he says, hey, I want to try other things. Yeah, yeah, he probably invested in something. Big like Tesla or something. Well, and it's and the the PlayStation brand is a floating, flourishing ship right now. It is it is in full force. It is it's pulling a, the numbers. The Phoenix that rose. They they rose out of the PS3's ashes and they're doing awesome. He I, he's he might just be like, hey, you guys got this. You're doing great. Everyone's everyone's doing their what they gotta you got to do. It. You're good. Yeah. You're good boy. He's like he's just sending his kid off to college. You know what I'm saying? The kid's got to do his own thing. He'll be all right. Yeah, I, I think it would have come out differently should this have been not his decision to leave. Oh, I yeah. feel like we would be inundated with articles about this if chaos within Sony's ranks. Yeah, some, something <laughs> like that. He could also be having some kind of personal issue he's working through. There's all kinds of things that happen in 15 years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he just gave a press statement. Like it could be literally could be any reason why he le- he's leaving right now. But. Right. Um, but I'm interested to see where this goes. I mean, PlayStation is not going anywhere. Uh, the success of the PS4 is, you know, and the um, PS4 Pro, whatever. Yeah, Locke finally bought one. So I, I know it's one. perfect. It's not hooked up, but I have one. I friended you, and you last time you've been on is like months ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have one. It's there. It'll be plugged in. Well, you're going to play Bloodborne with yeah. me, aren't you? Yeah, of yeah, course I am. You should remember what I said about if you want to play together, you have to be within ten levels of each other. That's fine. I learned this the hard way. Just saying. We'll figure it out. I can't even figure out how to get to level one. What are you talking about? Oh, boy. (laughs) It's going to be an interesting time. Be here for a while. Moving past PlayStation, we have... uh, Actually, going back to the Destiny Radio for a second. No, it's fine. Um, It's important because these these things come and go, and and they're part of, of the Destiny conversation. But there has been a raid cheese. And for anyone listening to this that says, what is a cheese in relation to a video game? It's an exploit, essentially. It is a way that players can get around having to do the mechanics of the game to as get the, the reward. As the developers intended. Right. I, I like yeah. to call it, it's a found, flawed design element. Correct. I mean, it's it's essentially emergent gameplay. It, it's, yeah. like, it's like, the remember the loot cave, you guys? Yeah. It is exactly like the loot cave. Yeah, so in Destiny 1, there was a loot cave where they figured out that if you just went in and kept shooting enemies that would keep spawning over and over and over and over again, you could, you could end up getting tons of loot, drops yeah. and loot, and it was amazing. And then they... For the week. They, no, but the greatest thing about that was they, they patched it, 
Rather than get mad at the community and ban players who took advantage of the exploit, they patched it and then put like a little pile of bones in the cave that are the former it's like a memorial, de- the formal de- <laughs> dead memorial. And when you went up and scanned it, it would like it would say some quote about the dead, the thousands of dead or something like yeah. that. It was crazy. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So and. Each raid that Destiny ha- each raid that Bungie has ever released for every single one of D1, there's always a exploit that comes out in one way or another for some of the bosses that are in it. And this is actually for the final boss of the Leviathan raid. There's no easy matter. He is he's difficult to I mean actually he's the easiest part of the raid, but uh this encounter now allows you to essentially beat him without having to do any of the mechanics. Right. Um, there are a few steps to it uh, that you and your fire team have to complete. But what, you, is, it, is it like a cheat and hole that you just hide in? No, this is like... Uh, you're, you, you bypass part of the mechanics. Like, essentially, the boss sends you into another dimension. We talked about this last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, you did. This is like bypassing that. Oh. Yeah, you're able to just damage him without having to do all of the other steps. To all the bullshit damage him. to unlock the damage space. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I I still really enjoy the raid itself and the mechanics of the raid. So I don't foresee my group uh, taking advantage of this, but especially because it's going to be patched by next update. Now that this is all over Reddit, Bungie will patch oh, this. Yeah, they sure. essentially shot themselves in the foot because every every news source picks it up and then yeah. they run with it and yeah. Were the names of the Destiny players that did it n- notables? Was it those twins? No, they have a they have a YouTube video. You know the twin brothers that always like raid together. No. Yeah, there's just these no. two twin brothers. Some random guys. And they, yeah. They got a YouTube video up right now showing off the cheese. Um, they're probably gonna talk about it. I mean, it's, it's a 15 minute video. Now I'm what I what I want to talk about, but I don't. What are you doing? He's Felix? looking at the name. Oh. I was okay. trying to see the what name. I what I wanted I want to talk about my theory for the prestige mode for the raid, but I don't I can't because you have yet to beat the raid. I spoiled it for him last week. It's fine. Oh, you did. I'm yeah. all right. What do you, what did you? How much did I you? I don't spoil? even know if he remembers it. I talked I, I talked about the experience what I experienced in the raid. Yeah, but did you did you talk about what happens after you beat Callus? Uh, you mean how you have to go in the other rebellion stuff? Yeah, but did you talk about? the implications of beating Callus and what's hanging on the walls as you go get the oh, chest like and all story that. Oh, like story-wise? No. Yeah. I didn't get into that. All right, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna ruin it for you. Okay. I, mean, I actually don't even know what you're talking about, but that's okay. Do you that's... want me to talk about it? Talk no? about it. Do you care? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. All right, so as you're fighting Callus, you may realize that it's not actually him. It's a robot. It's a robot. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. When you, okay, so yep, here, now I remember. I'm about, to, about to blow your mind here for a second. Yep. Oh, yeah. So knows. when you're fighting Callus, who is the emperor of the Cabal, yeah, and, that and he ship. invites you onto the ra- he invites you onto the Leviathan, which is his warship, and he gives you a bunch of challenges that you need to do, which are the encounters before you face him. As you start fighting him, his second form actually shows that he's a robot. After you beat him and you go and get the final chest, you run down a hallway that has hundreds of robot forms of Callus. Oh, meaning that you have not beaten the real Callus yet. The lore around Callus and around the Leviathan, which you don't know unless you look for it, is that he only invites people upon his ship that can prove their worth and that it's essentially a game for him, right? 
My theory is that the hard prestige mode of the raid is actually going to be different encounters completely than the regular raid oh. and is going to lead into a fight against the real callus. Oh, okay. And not yeah. the robot version of it. That doesn't spoil anything for me. Because thinking about, you know, the massive how massive this uh ship is that you get to explore. Uh, it is very plausible that they would open up other doorways to experience different versions of his, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the, the trials that he's trying to make you complete, the different rooms that he's yeah. trying to make you beat. So we'll doors. see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I'm excited for it. Regardless, it's going to be awesome because it's a really fun raid. But um, yeah. So last piece of news, which is going to bring us out because we'll probably get into a little bit of a discussion around it. There's is a lot to unpack here. Is uh, so I want if you want to lead it because I haven't. Oh, so we have. Uh, we I forgot we have Shadow of War first. This is a combined topic. No, this is combined a, topic. This is a combined topic. Wait, that that look at that toxic title right there. I, that's what I'm saying. You want to read that title? Shadow of War and Forza Seven. Sorry, Forza Seven are poisoning the concept of loot boxes. Tell okay. me more. There's a lot to unpack here. So this week Forza Seven came out and something was learned about Forza Seven. They changed a lot of the ways you earn things in Forza, more so than in previous years. And then we're now on Game 7. There's been the Horizon titles as well, right? Lots of Forza, game, Forza games. One, one key point, one key takeaway is, is that Turn 10 took something. Okay, that, that, wait, that's a car wearing a bonnet. Wearing a bonnet. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a Team Fortress joke. Okay, go ahead. Whatever. I can elaborate if you want. Don't. Okay. Don't. <laughs> You got it. It's fine. Um, the key point here is that Turn 10 took something that had been standard in, in the game across seven games, six games, sorry. They increased the rewards for difficulty tweaked, and then they locked it behind crates. The crates aren't additive to the game. They took away an existing feature, and then they put it behind a paywall is essentially what they did. That's just me breaking it down in a nutshell. So... Um, Forza. I'm going to call it Forza, not the pronunciation. Forza. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Sure. It's not you're not going to pronounce it Italian, like. No, I'm going to say Forza because it's Forza. easier. No, it's easier, and I like it that way. All right. Uh, you guys can be all uppity if you'd like. Mm. Um, <laughs> just joking. We call so it the high speed. Forza is a racing game, right? For right. those that don't know, it's a very popular Microsoft exclusive to Xbox racing game, which is in years past very beautiful, very beautiful game. Some would say um, the most beautiful game. Some would some would argue that. So they're, what have they done? They've essentially only allowed you to unlock new cars and things through pay to win. So it's cars are unlocked at a periodic. Uh, you get you get cars. Okay, they're not they're not behind any kind of paywall. The paywall exists in the way you earn the currency to improve your cars, and um, they've added things like your driver is now customizable. There's, I should have made some more bullet points here. I feel woefully on. I I did this all last minute today, guys. I'm so sorry. It's okay. You're, you did a great job. Oh, oh no. Ooh. There's too much to unpack here, guys. This is too much. I think it's a gist. Let's go for a gist. The gist is they essentially, there are mods for each race that you get. And like, for example, one one example I've been seeing is because I don't I don't play this game. I don't have an Xbox. I've never really we, done a we guy. were just saying before the, the we don't show play started. We hate racing games. I'm not a racing yeah. fan. We're just not. Yeah, even though we played Mario Kart earlier. No, Mario Kart's different. Mario Kart's the best. That's a classic. What it's are you talking game. about? Um, 
essentially you get these like mods that modify the race. So for example, you'll earn more money if you apply this mod to the race, which will make it nighttime. And then you'll earn more money because you're racing at night. That's just an example. Mods that will affect the race. The mods come in these loot crates. Yes. And Mm. they will affect how much money you earn. Um, Mm. It becomes a little cloudy, though, because I don't play this game, so it's really hard. But people, players of Forza aren't happy about it because it took something that was existing in the in the currency of the game and now they locked it behind a essentially a loop loot crate system and this is the trend this year obviously mm-hmm. um it's but really didn't, didn't you say that there were re- reviews were in for the shadow of war game they are and yes. that there was very little mention of the paywall loot crate type system at least every i read a bunch of the reviews i wanted to make sure i got my you know, because I've been I've been bl- putting this game on blast the last couple of weeks. You've you know what I mean? Bla- uh, so I've been ass blasting this game. Well, uh, one of our listeners, um, uh, B Man, who, yeah. who who I did the Team MC podcast with. What did he say? He he had uh, he listened to. I told him all about our podcast the night we did the. He's like, man, Neo's such a dick. We, no, 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 <laughs> <He's> no, no. <laughs> no, we. He said we both put it on blast. He said he said you guys gave microtransactions kind of a hard sell, and he's like he's like. Me being a like a husband and a father, I think he's a husband and a father. I think he was saying that um, um, it's sometimes it's easier to just pay to, something to drop it to go up in levels. But he was referencing WoW. He was referencing big um, MMO RPGs, multiplayer. What's that? What's that? MMO RPG. Yeah. What is that short for? Massive multiplayer online role playing game. I love it. <laughs> Look at that guy throwing it out there. Yeah, he knows it. But those MMOs it. that are out there, yeah. it makes more sense to do that? It's a different Because those are a real grind. It's real hard to... It is a up. real grind. And and honestly, when, when you were talking about the MMO pay to level up or whatever, this these are for people who are like, okay, I have a level 70 warlock, but I need a warrior too now. I want a tank now. I don't want to go through the whole game again. I'm just going to throw the money and then they'll give me a level 70 warrior. Essentially, and you don't have a problem with that. I do. You do. Listen, it's it's like tough. This this is this is. We have gone through iterations in the gaming community of of people being greedy and wanting more money, and why people I mean conglomerates. So that's what I mean. Hey, we went. We started with DLC, right? Now DLC has become a standard and a norm. You don't get the full game. You get. 75% of the game and then DLC over the course of a two to three year period, Unless right? the game is a mark or two shorter and a mark or two under the price point, you know, because like Hellblade just came out and right. you said, or did you play it? I did. I be- we beat it. We reviewed yeah, it. So you said that Hellblade for 40 bucks seemed like a full game, it was it wasn't a long game. It was a complete experience. I spent 10 hours on it and I was really satisfied. Going same, back. Same thing with the Uncharted Lost Legacy. Okay, which was which broke off from DLC. It, it became a standalone game, right? But it was also wasn't a sixty dollars game. It, was it a $40 also exactly game. Okay, it was so a, that's not a $60 game. Yes. So it was Hellblade. So so it was Hellblade, and Hellblade was also an indie game. Wait, I want to say not, I think maybe it was, it's not Hell, that Hellblade, was Sony. <laughs> Hellblade was thirty dollars. Hellblade was thirty dollars. We might have Andrew. Just you might want to come back to Sony. <laughs> they're they're gonna they're so, gonna. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone listening that's not familiar with microtransactions, I think DLC was the first portion of this, where DLC came around and it was map packs, yeah. right? Sorry, Hellblade's $30. So oh, even wow. cheaper, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 
map packs were the first form of DLC. Started with like multiplayer games. You would get the multiplayer game, and then they would release map packs Maps, where you yeah. would get like four to six more maps. Problems okay? that arose from that were fragmented player bases. This right. this was an this was an argument for those right because you would buy the base game and not want to spend more money. So if the game moved forward past where you were, everyone else is to, playing the newer maps, and you cannot play with anyone. So it segmented the player base. Right before you leap into microtransactions, I want to say microtransactions started with the mobile devices. Sure. It was it was implemented as a way of making games free. This is this is important. Yeah. Making games free and giving being able to give the developers some money for their work. They they would throw advertisements in and maybe you could spend money on games. I want to say like Farmville was a perfect example. Perfect microtransaction game, not perfect as in it's great, perfect as in that was the system that they designed. You didn't have to pay anything for the entry. But you could spend money to improve your experience. I mean, Clash of Clans is probably the biggest example of it is. Def- it is a great example. Yeah. Uh, there, you can play as a free-to-play player, but you will lose, and you will be bad for a really long time unless you put hours and hours and hours and hours into this. Those we call pay-to-win scenarios. El- yeah. Elder Scrolls Online is entirely free. I mean, unless you buy the DLC, right? <laughs> but they give you they give you a free freedom of entry. Yeah, which free, is nice. freedom yeah. of entry, and yeah. if you don't buy DLC, you still have a. Really, then they give you the opportunity to spend more money to you support still have them. Have a really, stuff. really huge game without the DLC, right? And then along came microtransactions on console, which really I think probably started with like loot boxes in multiplayer mm-hmm. games. No, I'm going to go all the way back to Dead Space Three. Do you remember Dead Space Three? No, I didn't play it. I played no. it. I was a huge Dead Space fan. Man, this you, you started with Dead Space One. Yeah, no, I didn't like it. Fuck. Yeah, I didn't like I it. I love Dead Space 1. That game is something else, man. Yeah, I can't go back and play those. So what ended up happening, once they got to 3, they made it co-op, which was cool. I played it the whole game with my friend. Right. But the second thing that they did was they changed the way the guns work, and they made them modular, which was cool, but at the same time, you had to grind out the ability to mm. put these mods on your guns and right. make your guns. So... Naturally, they offered you a way of paying to bypass the whole grinding mm. aspect. Then from there, they added loot boxes came into fashion. I don't know what game did it first. Overwatch is an early one. Um, I, I would say Call of Duty was probably one. Call of, the of Duty ones. did loot boxes. Okay, mm-hmm. see, I don't play Call of Duty. Well, they didn't. They didn't do loot boxes in the same way that Overwatch has done loot boxes. Yeah. But they started doing the the loot where you can go and get skins and mods and things like that. Isn't that Counter-Strike game like 28 years old or something like that? Yeah, but Counter-Strike right, so, is a little different. Yeah, yeah, so original Counter-Strike did not do that, oh. at least when it came out. Yeah. But Global Offensive... The latest iteration. ...is all... Yeah. It's th- So that's a newer game. But it's not really... There, you get you can do things like go get keys and it unlocks a crate, does the right. loot box thing. But there's also a marketplace where you can sell items and buy items as your at your own leisure. The gambling aspect isn't as prevalent if you want to play it that way. But here's the difference. There is a true difference between paying money for cosmetic items that you don't need. You may want it because you're a gamer and you want to look cool. Make sure your character, character looks so pretty. Right? Exactly. But there's a difference between purely cosmetic like Overwatch mm-hmm. versus you having to pay to get mods to do different things in a game that you actually need. That you can get otherwise, but you have the okay. I'll just you know buy throw, it, throw and get them to, some money, and right. now I can get a, a little bit of a headache. A head and it's up the same thing it. that they did in um, Assassin's Creed Unity. 
if you want to just buy all of the, the weapons right off the bat, yeah. you can buy all the weapons right off the bat, or you can come across them and gain them and, and loot them. But if I want to be a level one with the best sword in the game, I can buy the sword. Potentially. Depending. Speaking because of, it's all random. Sure. That's the, that's the little loop. I have one of the full-size real versions of one of those weapons that yeah, you can that. buy. The cane sword Syndicate. from Assassin's yeah. Creed Syndicate. Very cool. Did you cute. see that? I did cute. see it. That was a gift of Mr. Mauer from the Fireside Chess. Hey, hey, Mr. Mauer. Mauer. Thank you for that gift. So I, I, there is a difference, and I think that as a gamer, if you want to put more money into loot boxes because you want your character to look a certain way, that is one thing, right? Because you are making the active choice to spend money on something that is not going to progress you in the game or your character in any way. It's purely how your character looks. And Overwatch is the prime example of that. They make all these cool skins to make you look awesome and unique, and if you don't want to just grind it by playing the game, you can just buy 50 of them at a time and hopefully get the skin, hopefully get the skin that you right. want. Because it is a gamble. Because it is a gamble. You don't just buy that one skin. You're buying a, you're buying a chance. Though you do get in-game currency with you could, that you could save up and spend it on the item you want. That is a thing that can happen in Overwatch. But it seems like Forza is doing this with more, much more than cosmetic. It seems like yeah. they're making it more it's, like it is actually pay to win in the gameplay. It is actually altering the way the game progresses. Right. Um, I honestly do need to read more about it. The one I am more familiar with still is Shadow of War. So what's going on with Shadow of War? So the review embargo uh, is now up. It's out next Tuesday. You'll you'll be able to pick it up then, Felix. I can't even remember. This is for me. I can't remember what a review embargo is. A review embargo is once these outlets like Kotaku and IGN and all these big names, they'll get review copies from you know the publisher. They'll give out these games so they can play them ahead of time. Um, Hopefully, rev- something we can do one day. Yeah, I would love to that, do that. I would one love day. to do that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. That would be wouldn't it be cool? So cool. I'd write a review. I would do I would do all the re- the writing and <laughs> do the all re- the reviews. I yeah. do all the reviews. <laughs> anyway, so the review embargo is a date set and it's an agreement like hey, we're going to give you our game so you can write up your review before. Don't skewer it. No. No. Not not no. the case. You do, you're just not allowed to post it before a certain date. Right. Oh. And that exactly. is because all of the pre-orders are going to roll in. So they're all, so okay, for example, Shadow of War comes out Neo gets to play it and he butchers it because he hates it. And let's say he does that four months before the release date. How many people are going to cancel their pre-order, not pre-order, not do any of it? So they wait a week before. So everyone has already pre-ordered it through the digital stores and all of that Mm -hmm. where you can't return it. Well, not easily. Mm -hmm. And that way, if the game is a steaming turd, They've already made some money, <laughs> and this yeah. hap- This is with this is with movies La- as well. Last year there was a huge controversy with I, I want to say one of the Assassin's Creed games. The embargo didn't wasn't until the day of release, so none of these sites could post their review until noon of the day of. Well, I mean, there's certain superhero projects that I think have been been affected by the opposite of hype. We don't have a word for it. I still don't know what this word is. What is the word that is the opposite of hype? I don't think there is one. Anti-hype? Yeah. I, I just made it up. The anti-hype. Trademark it. it. But like when 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 a, a viral idea that a movie is going to be bad takes takes form in society. And then when the movie comes out, a majority of the people who, who are second, hearing about it secondhand, 
are going into the movie already with a predisposed opinion of mm-hmm. what it's going to be. I can understand why that embargo is a necessary thing. I mean, they, they do it. They do it with movies all the time. I mean, we didn't. I mean, Blade Runner is the new Blade Runner film. That embargo was last looks, week. Looks incredible. Yeah. It, it, they're saying it's probably the best sequel for a movie that's come out in, in ages. But people saw that weeks and months ago. But the reviews just lifted mm-hmm. a week before you could go to the theater and see it. Oh, so they wrote the reviews back when they. They were able to experience the product beforehand no but and weren't allowed to talk about it until a certain date you think they wrote the reviews back then and then yeah why not and then they finally get released got it yeah so and and it's a way to protect the ip but it's also a way for Um, the the media to gain access to this instead of having to go yeah bethesda bethesda actually said that they they actually aren't going to do like review copies anymore because they don't care about the whole review embargo. They're going to say they they told all the outlets get it get it when everyone else does and write your review. Mm. We we trust our IPs enough that, which I don't think is that great. I I like to have a review the no, day I don't of. Think that's a good idea. William Randolph um, Hearst. He would have called that yellow journalism. That's what he would have called it. Yellow journalism. Why? That's what it was called. What what was when called? when you trashed somebody? Oh, in in in, in the uh, like you read a review. You wrote uh, a, a bad thing, review. A, a bad review, more about like a community or something like that. That was Got yellow it. journalism. Well, That's back to Shadow of War. That was it. That was another tangent. That's two for me. Ding. It's okay. I only have one. These it's are okay. these are short tangents. They're not your normal. They're long not normal tangents. Tans- 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 yeah. So the reviews are in. Yeah, it's they're positive. They're very positive. Um, getting eights, nines, sevens, no tens. What do we got on Metacritic? Metacritic. So I got I got the review breakdown right here from all the major sources. But if we go to Metacritic and we go to Shadow of War, I'm just curious because I trust yeah. I trust the the pooling more than individual reviews. Let's see, we got 86. Wow. So it's a good game. You know, it's pretty cool. But I mean, there's games that are 75 that I think are outstanding. So people are still. I'm looking at like the NeoGAF threads and the Reddit threads. People are still not happy about the the loot box situation. Of course. Um, of course. It does still the the reviewers from what I see. I've read GameSpot's, Kotaku's, IGN's, and all of those. I've read them already. They all are saying the microtransactions, while there, they never needed once to go into the microtransaction store and felt like they needed to buy something. Which is what uh, which is good. Which is what dude developer was saying when that is exactly what he was saying. We read two weeks ago Um, until you finish the game, and then you need to unlock the Bob Roberts was that his name? Sure, it was Bob Roberts. Sure, Um, until the end of the game, where once you finish the main story, the true ending is unlocked by gathering an orc army and assaulting fortresses and spending a lot of money on, on microtransactions. So you are now faced with a choice. Do you grind out orcs and try and raise them by spending lots of time? Or do you bypass that by spending money, opening loot boxes and getting orcs in packs? Another thing that was pointed out is in the loot boxes, you can only get a certain type of orc, a legendary orc is what they're saying, which don't get, you don't get through normal forms of gameplay. So certain items being held in the loot boxes, not okay. Whatever, um, I could do it without those legendary orcs. I'm gonna, you, you know, could. I can't, I, I can't wait till Shadow you. I can't wait till you play it because I'm, I'm excited really, for you. To play it. I really want you to tell me what's what's up with this game. Yeah, I've, um, I'm not. I personally will not spend my money on this game because I am 
I am now making a stand right here. Oh, I will wow. not support this type of exploitation. See, here's the thing. I'm 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 broke. Sure. So I canceled my pre order. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's okay, he'll get it eventually. I'm gonna get it. I mean you could trade in some of those games that you're never gonna play I was and get just Shadow, thinking of, that. Shadow of War. <laughs> I told the people in the stream that I'm canceling pre-order for now and I intend to play Far Cry 3 instead in the Far Cry series until I get enough money to go buy it. So. Yeah, okay, cool. But right. so this year, twenty, the year of our Lord 2017, um, I'm noticing a trend. And this is what I do every year. I go, what what is the gaming, what are the games people who make the games doing every year? And every And last year we were like, open world is king right now yeah we talked about that that was very easily a very trending thing in the gaming community uh but a gaming development yeah this year it is most definitely the inclusion of loot boxes into very popular triple a titles triple a titles mostly single player focused which is Mm -hmm. interesting because overwatch is one thing right it's 40 dollars for the base game you don't need them to enjoy the game and nothing you spend money on loot box wise improves the gameplay for you at all at all this is a very different situation we're, we're seeing it in 2k 17 nba yep. Yep. that's something that that has been tra- changed drastically over previous years we're seeing it in forza we're seeing it in shadow of war uh the list goes on um i think the only battlefield time, battlefield does yeah. it too call of duty yeah these are these are these are major corporations where what you're telling me is not a surprise whatsoever no, it's I not. think I think the sun. But it's will leaking bl- into other. It's leaking into the single player titles. Exactly. Yeah, and I think I will believe that the sun is going to blight out and hell will freeze over when I see that Rockstar Games actually does it. They do do it. No, they do. Grand Theft Auto Online is not the same as oh. Grand Theft Auto Five. Cor- okay, sure. Yep. Games. yep, you're right. They they separated their worlds. They're doing a microtransaction thing separate for the online. Their yeah, single yeah. player experience with Red Dead Two. If I see it build into that, then I'll know hell it's is over. about. It's over. It's over. Trump got elected, and hell is going to freeze over. Yeah. Pack it up, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, and I think, if I'm going to make a prediction for 2018, please do. I'm really curious. Uh, the two, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say two trends. Oh yeah, cool. Is going to be the oversaturation of battle royale games. Uh, <laughs> yes, that oh, is oh, next yeah. year. Oh my god, watch it explode. And the oversaturation of titles like Destiny. We already know we're getting one, which Anthem. is going to be Anthem, which I am still boycotting. Still oh, I'm boycotting. You're yeah. not going to play it now. You're upset. I, I, you're upset about Mass Effect. I am. I'm boycotting <laughs> it. Oh, good. I am not getting it. Yeah. yeah. Give it to him until all my friends buy it, and then I feel lonely. <laughs> um, oh, the super mega Destiny clan becomes yeah. a super mega Anthem, Anthem clan. clan. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> um, but. I think those are going to be the two, the two trends. We've seen yeah. an explosion of Battle Royale, right? And I think every developer is going to try and say, how does this fit? How does, how does Call of Duty how can we make fall our into game? Battle yeah. Royale like zombies became part of Call I of Duty? I bet Dice's you know? next game, easy, 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 easy grab for them. Oh, they got the engine. They're already doing it. Yeah. They had the large player bases yeah. for their matches. I can see them easily having a battle royale mode for And it, uh, quite honestly, that would be one that I'd probably buy into. Yeah. Because they, I already love their massive multiplayer that they've created. It looks and feels the engine looks and feels great. Yeah. 
it's really hard to disagree with that. So we'll see what happens in 2018, but that's my early predictions before we wrap up with 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so in short, microtransactions, if they hinder gameplay and they, they force you, or don't force you, but make it easier for you to play the game or to reach end game sooner by paying extra money than the money you're already spending to, to own the game, then we're not fans. Purely cosmetic, of course, we do enjoy that because you're making the active choice. Again, to again, good. the problem with saying, oh, well, it's just cosmetic items is I feel like that's how we ended up in this position a little bit. I know you were wrapping up there, but it's almost like a slippery, it's the slippery slope argument. The publishers will go, okay, well, this year we got them to put cosmetics in the game. Next year, what can we do to increase that? And this is what I feel like is a product of that slippery slope. People will say, oh, well, it's just cosmetics. It's not affecting the game. I, who cares if it's in there and they're making money? That's fine. They deserve. They, they, they work really hard, so they deserve this kind of outlet for that. But now sure. we're seeing it leak into other aspects but of that, the game. But that's you as an individual making the choice to spend the money on You're that. right, but because... But right. You're absolutely so right. So what would you prefer? Would you prefer the only option for cosmetics to be to play the game? No. Have you bought loot boxes to, for Overwatch before? Yes, he has. I have. Okay, then. How did you know I did? Because you told us. Did I? I feel like you've mentioned it. I just wanted to make sure. I, I have. You I absolutely have. have. So, you both like, have, you tramps. And I so, think that is the gonna, going to be the last time I do that. I'm not. I've never done it. But yeah. I've thought about you, it many I times. You did. I've I've gone to the store, clicked on the boxes, and about uh-huh. to pull the trigger, and I haven't. He's like, I don't but want to be a tramp like Neo. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with that. Like I've been very, I've been very ready. Look, to we all do make it. mistakes, all right? Uh, we all make mistakes. Hey, I bought Destiny on two consoles and all the DLC. I'm horrible. Yeah, <laughs> you are horrible. Felix makes mistakes. Okay. No, <laughs> uh, but let's wrap up here for this yeah, evening. Yes, for- um, oh, what I was going to say uh, to any of the things that we commented on this evening, uh, please follow us, you know, lock, lock, um, underscore key on Twitter, mm-hmm. Felix Hergood on Twitter and Neo underscore Aoshi on Twitter. A-O-S-H-I. Uh, yeah. Just please go out there and 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 please, if you disagree with us, just engage us on Twitter. Yeah, engage please. us on Twitter. Uh, Come at me, bro. You can find our fe- Facebook, find our Facebook page. You can do that. But. I, I would say Twitter is where we're most active. So, or come yeah, to our I mean, streams and talk to us about. Yeah, it. we really do enjoy the conversation on Twitter more than than Facebook. I feel like Twitter ha- is a better soapbox for that type of conversation. I can't even believe. I, you know, it's great you say that, Locke, because I can't even believe how much engagement over the last like six months we've yeah. just we've just gotten on Twitter. It's, Absolutely, it's like Facebook was always a dead void, and yeah. and Twitter's unbelievable. Like, yeah, people and are I, just talking to us. And I think you know we are all opinionated individuals on how we feel, but we're, we're definitely open to the, to the conversation and the rebuttal. So if you don't agree, I would love to hear why, yeah, and I would yeah. love to tell you why you're wrong. So, um, <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, reach out to us on Twitter. You can find me there at lock underscore key. Like Felix had mentioned, uh, I'm really excited. Actually. Um, Xbox has released in their alpha program, uh, third party webcam support for the Xbox One. Got to make up um, for all those lost connects, you know what I mean? Yep, so, yeah. uh, so you very might not soon. Have, yeah, you might not have to use that computer anymore. <sighs> yeah, so I'm really excited because I've been having, if you've been following me on Twitter and some of the streams that I've tried to have recently, my computer's pretty old and I've been having some problems with the stream 
And I just don't find the, the, the normal way on Xbox to be engaging without a webcam. So uh, this will be coming soon. Hopefully I'll be able to get up and running and streaming again in the near future through maybe Fortnite, Battle Royale. We have Destiny. There's plenty of games that I'll be playing. So if you're interested in following me on Twitch, you can find me there at twitch.tv slash lock, L-O-C-K-E underscore the letter N underscore key. Please also do us a huge favor if you're a fan of this podcast and you haven't already, or if you're a first-time listener, if you can like, comment, and subscribe to us in iTunes. Uh, and if you're so inclined, leave us a positive or negative review. Uh, Neo, is he's been wanting to read reviews for a long time. As we get here, he's going to look to see if there are any. But please leave a comment. Uh, we would love to read it out at the end of the next show so you have a week to leave us some form of a review, Doesn't positive iOS or negative. iOS 11 now make it way easier. Uh, they to actually see them? brought it back. They did. They they got rid of reviews and then brought them back. Right. Uh, but yes, please, you could find us at Emergent Gamer Podcast inside of iTunes. Uh, drop us a subscribe. Um, follow us on Twitter. Anything like that, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, and this is uh, this is Felix Hergood. Uh, Felix Hergood is first name Felix, like. Felix the cat. Sure. <laughs> Last name Hergood, H-E-R-G-O-O-D. Felix Hergood on Twitch and Mixer. I go live to a third-party service called Restream.io, and I go simultaneous to both those services at once, so you can catch me at either one. And then my Twitter is Felix Hergood. Please engage me on there. Uh, your stream schedule. Oh, my stream schedule. Thank you, Locke. Um, you can catch me guaranteed 7.30. I call it Morning Coffee with Felix. 7.30 uh, a.m. on Wednesday and Thursday to uh, 11.30 a.m. on Wednesday and Thursday. There awesome. are other days that I stream, but those are the days where I'm set. Those I'm are the lock- guaranteed days. I'm locked into my schedule on those days. Don't mind the pun. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> Neo? You can find me at Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter. I stream sometimes at twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi. No underscore there. I'll... Figure it out, man. My life's a freaking roller coaster. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, dude, I hear you. I, yeah. I wish I could uh, give some guaranteed days for streaming. But I do um, love streaming but, PUBG, and it's a lot of fun to play that game. Yeah. Um, so I'll try and do more. But the best thing that you can do is follow us on our respective Twitter handles, because anytime we're going live, anything that's going to be happening, uh, if you're following us there, you will be able to see if randomly I get home and I'm like, oh, cool, I can stream tonight. I will be tweeting it out and letting you know when I'm going live. So that's really the best place. Twitter is going to be the best place to find us um, because that's where you'll hear from us uh, most frequently. Yeah, follow Emergent underscore Gamer as well. Yeah. Did you guys say that? I'm sorry. I did not mention it. Yeah. Uh, Definitely follow Emergent underscore Gamer on Twitter. Twitter and Twitch. Yeah, yeah. True. Same thing. Awesome. So we will see you next week for episode 142. Later, y'all. See ya. Have a nice week. You just do there. You moved away from your mic. I did. I did how close? Where I do be, you want to be? Is, is this good? <laughs> you like it there? I don't like you there. That's like whoa. Is this? Is this I good? Right about here. Is this you good? Know? I'm right here. You're good. I'm good. Stay can there. I, can I do that? Can I like take it with me? Please don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Move it where you want it to stay, and then put it there. And stop touching it. Why? Because it makes noise. Does it really? (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right.